Hey. I'm playing the piano. Shit out right here. Check me out. Woo. Ah, yeah. It's the Porch Podcast. Come on. It's the Porch Podcast. Oh, come on. It's the Porch Podcast. Oh, come on. Hey. It's the Porch Podcast. Yeah. Rock, 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 rock. Just getting smoother and smoother, eh? Rock, 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 rock. It's your boy DJE, Mr. Influential, and I'm rocking with my brother P. Original. P- you gotta say it. P. Original, baby. Okay, there it is. There it is. So, P. Yes, sir. Before we get into finding out how your week was and how everything is going and all that type of stuff, I want to do a new thing, right? Okay. I want to do something, a new segment. We've been getting a lot of feedback now. We This is episode eight. Right, right, episode right. Episode eight. Episode eight, right? Episode eight, y'all. Episode, episode eight. Episode eight. Do the sound shit. Do the sound, sound shit. Episode eight. Do it for the people. Do it for the people. I cut the people off too fast. Do the people want the song? Do the people want the song? Do the people want the song? Episode eight. Episode eight. Oh, shit. Merlin. Go ahead, eh? <laughs> I'm doing something what we call, which is the solo shout out, right? Mm-hmm. Now, let me explain what the solo shout out is. The solo shout out is where we're going to take a person. Right. Who's giving us feedback. We, and we, re, we appreciate all the feedback that everybody's given us thus far and all that. Everybody that's subscribed to the YouTube page. Everybody that's following us oh, at man. the Porch 30 on Instagram yes. and all that type of stuff. But. I think the biggest feedback that we got this week. Okay. Uncle Jay. Uncle Jay, baby. Uncle Jay. Tell me, tell, when he called, how, how, yes. how'd it go? How'd it go? I was worried. First <laughs> off, when I seen the number come through, and I was like, okay, I didn't know, you know, I kind of had an idea. Yeah. So I picked it up, and, and it sounded like Uncle was just like, yo, I can't, I can't get to it now. I'm trying to get to the video. I'm trying to see, you know, I'm trying to check your boys out. You know how he talk. Mm-hmm. And he just seemed like he was just like, oh, man. He was panicking. Yeah, I said, oh, don't worry about it, baby. I got you covered like a blanket. Mm-hmm. Went on here and shot it to him. So a couple minutes went by. Not very many at all. Yeah. Okay? Called me back, said, Neff. I love it, man. I'm proud of y'all, man. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it, man. Oh, Listen, don't man. forget about don't us. Don't forget about us. Listen, let me tell you something. Y'all make us. Right. And y'all have made us who we are today. Right, 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 right. We still feed off of y'all. Right, right. So shout out to Uncle Jay this week, baby. Mm -hmm. All the family. Right. So the title of the show, Mm -hmm. okay, this week in episode eight is called The Green Print. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Elaborate to the people what we mean about the green print. You know what? I want to do this first, right? We're going to definitely build... On that situation dealing with the green print. Right. But if, I'm going to ask you one question. Okay. Right. If you were given the opportunity to ask one question to anyone and you were guaranteed, whether whatever the answer was going to be, you were guaranteed to get the 100% honest to God truth. Right. Who would you want to ask that question? Warren Buffett. Okay. Warren Buffett. Can 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 you give me a reason why? Not that I'm questioning you, your who, but can you give me a reason why Warren Buffett? Richest man. Um, 
He's always in the top three, right. Rich. But it wasn't necessarily about his money that mm-hmm. I attract to a lot. Warren Buffett um, is probably the richest, hum- most richest, humblest man mm-hmm. in the world. He's not big on showing off. And a lot of people, we had this conversation all the time, rich folks don't spend their money on stuff that is not going to bring them back money. That's right. But... Uh, they say that Warren Buffett only owns one car. <coughs> Excuse me. Shit. Yeah. One car. <laughs> Wait, right? Go one car. Hold on. Let me see. Let me make this Was that shit unbelievable? <laughs> that sh- nah, don't play sh- games. Sh- this, let me tell you something. Hold up. Don't yeah, play. Listen. Yeah. I, I done dropped it. Yeah. No, nah, it's okay. Are you cool? Ain't no, yeah, I'm good. Ain't no all bullshit. Right, you know, I, you know. I put, right. this, I put my shit. Now listen, we all right. Oh, all right we all good. Right. All right, welcome back. So, <laughs> one, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Go ahead. This is the same guy, everybody, that um offered a billion dollars. Okay. During NCAA basketball time, to a person who could pick the perfect. Oh, 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 okay, okay, yeah, but I forget what they call that. Yeah, Damn. the brackets, the bracket, the, the perfect bracket, right, 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 the right, perfect right, right, NCAA right. bracket. If you right. pick the perfect NCAA bracket, okay, he's gonna give you what? A billion. What? Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay. But Damn. you always know it's somebody that's going to bump somebody off yeah. and all that. But yeah. anybody that could do that and use that as a write-off, them, them the people I need to talk to. But I always, I just wanted to pick his brain. And the question I would ask him. What what really made him this way? Like they say that he was like this as a young as a young man, very young man. He yeah. was like this. Yeah, I seen a documentary. Yeah. Um I think yeah. it was called Being Warren Buffett. Being Warren Buffett, yeah. And it actually is funny. He goes into the whole breakdown about how he had a paper route, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? He was delivering papers and he looked at the number in terms of what he made more like a kid would look at a video game high score. Right. It was always a situation where he wanted to kind of turn around and beat his own score. Right. And then kind of create ways to be able to expand on it. Right. You know, as a child. So he had he had big plans with pennies. That's the difference. I'm glad I'm glad you picked him. Right. Because it's gonna lead me right into what I want to present today dealing with the, the whole green print. Okay. So understanding using Warren Buffett in this example. You know, as a kid, while he was dealing with a with a paper route which is, you know, like for him, it was pennies, and, you know, he's an older man, so we're talking about, you know, quite some time ago. Right. Right? What was inside of him to make him go the extra mile to be able to say, okay, I'm not just going to be satisfied with these pennies. Right. Right? Because I'm looking like, okay, there's much more to be able to establish here. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's pretty safe to say, even if he didn't know that he was creating a blueprint for his for himself, he was unconsciously, you know what I mean, doing it. He, he didn't even realize he wasn't even conscious. He was creating what we call the green print. The green print. Because he was always on go. Exactly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Exactly. Hold on. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. He was calling what we right. call the green print. Let's green print. Right. Because he's always on go. Right. Right. I mean, get your cup. Get your cup. That's a toast move. That's a toast move. Keep on building, brother. Keep on building. Keep on building. So... It was also it was also that rumored. I don't know how true it is because you know you see memes and stuff like this. But they okay. said that one of his first hustles was he got a pinball machine, okay, and set it up in a barbershop. shop. 
Right. And um, they only costed a nickel back then to play. Mm-hmm. And what he did was every time he went to collect his 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 earnings, okay, he wouldn't spend them. He would save it. Right. Until he was able to buy another another pinball machine. Okay. Once he bought another pinball machine, he was I think he did it again until he got up to about three pinball machines in different barbershops and restaurants. So at 10, 11 years old, he was already collecting nickels. And Warren Buffett's pretty old. So he always had this entrepreneur spirit. Absolutely. He had a green print back then. Um, some people just naturally earn, like, are earners and understand how to do this. And some people are taught this. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us are like that, even when we have this hustler's mentality and this hustler's spirit. Yeah. We have a green print for ourselves. But I think we don't realize it. Like, not to jump off subject, but um, me and you recently both watched, I don't know if you finished it, uh, the documentary Crack that's on Netflix. No, I didn't okay. have a chance to finish And it's a segment on there when they call themselves street capitalists. Okay. Well, they understood how to hustle this narcotic. But in in actuality, they was just teaching themselves supply and demand. Mm -hmm. Which means they could have did that with anything. Right. Right. Anything other than that illegal drug. Right. Supply and demand. Um, And I think that is... A key factor. But I also want to ask Warren Buffett, how did he really study that what was in demand? He mm-hmm. always seems to know what's in demand. Right. How did he know that? What did he follow? Was it just something naturally that he was blessed with? Very interesting question. So that's the question that I was sit Because I wouldn't say, oh, what made you be... Like, I know I said that a few minutes ago, but what I'm basically saying is, how did you always have the know? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Same question with you. If you could do that, who would it be with you? Yeah, I, you know what? It's, it's crazy because, like, like Warren Buffett is, is ideally, you know, one I would ask. But I think, I think for me, because that's a, that's, you kind of really want to think and make your decision, right? Like, based on a lot of different things. Like I said, the original question I asked you was, if you could ask Anybody, right. one question, they were guaranteed to tell you the truth. Right. Um, and that's the question. How was you why, How was you always in the know? What was your niche of knowing that? Right. I think for me, I, I, I've always had the, I've always had the mindset that I wasn't supposed to know things until it was time for me to know them. Right. I got you. And so it's like, like I, I'm, I'm one of them people, I'm, anybody who knows me, like I pretty much ask directly what I want to ask. Right. Um, and so like trying to figure out somebody on that level, like you're talking about like a Warren Buffett to say that I would say him, you know, I can't necessarily say it's somebody who's famous that I know. I think that I would want to know the behind the scenes person. Right. Like, and I don't know who that person is yet. You know what I mean? So maybe it would take me to do some research to right. be able to find out who's the real person that pulls the strings and make things operate in certain areas. Right. You know what I mean? And then sit back and be able to say, okay, that's the person and this is the and question. And maybe that's the person that actually puts them in the know. 
True. True. You true. Never know. true. Everybody's not meant to be the star. Everybody's not meant to have the fame. Right. And we know this. Right. Which is why when we talk about the situation dealing with the green print, right. here's 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 part of it. You know, every person who becomes an entrepreneur doesn't become that way willingly, knowingly, immediately that they're doing it. Right? Right, right. A lot of times what winds up happening is is a person may do something out of necessity. Uh-huh. And then as they're doing that situation out of necessity, they may look up and say, you know what? I could see me doing this, you know, full time. Right. You know, and as you're trying to develop that situation, you turn around and say, well, now this is the only thing I want to do. Exactly. Like it's a series, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like a it's, series of it's like, like, like convincing yourself that this is what I'm going to do. It's like, it's like we had a conversation off air before, you know, and. I believe in the law of attraction and all that type of stuff. Speak things into existence, uh-huh. you know, the secret. But uh-huh. I remember watching a lot of videos on that. And um, anybody, any of our listeners, you know, um, I recommend you to watch one video of law of attraction, like daily, just one. It could be a five-minute video, anything, YouTube, whatever. And I kind of, if you have any entrepreneur gene and you have any inspiration, motivation, you want to grow, it's going to actually influence you to want to watch it all the time. I know it did that for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember watching this one thing that had Eddie Murphy on it. And it just showed a clip. Eddie Murphy said when he was young, he just kept saying, I want to be famous, I want to be famous, I want to be famous, I want okay. to be famous. Right. Right? Right. And then he said as, as he got older, started to become into show business, it changed from I want to be famous to I want this to be my career because it it dawned on him. Fame comes and goes. Mm. That's why we got one-hit wonders. Mm-hmm. That's why we got people that's a, that's a star now, then next year you don't even, you know, one of the most famous one-hit wonder people in, in, in music is, you know, and not taking nothing from this artist, but Ricky Martin. Living la vida loca. Like, he, you know, that he'll never have a hit as big as that. Yeah. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I think that separates, the mentality separates that. This is, like you just said, this is what I want to do. Right. Once you make that mentality, this is what I want to do. Right. You're going to do whatever it takes. For you to do that. Absolutely. And that's just what it is. Yeah. Nah, I mean, bro, like, okay. Even as a kid, even even as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. As you growing and you start to try to get your first little jobs and you start doing different things like that, you know, the concept of saving is often something that kind of just kind of blows by. Like, people don't really educate you on money. They just say, right. put something away. Right. Like, that's, that's, that's not educating a child or At anybody all. who's just starting... To earn money, that's not educating them. Right. Okay? Because you're talking about a generation that went from putting money in the mattress. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And then after a while, people said, well, you got to get a bank account. That's cool. But when you're in the bank, before you go to the bank, right. do some research about the bank. Don't just take right. your money to the bank and just say, I'm going to put the money in the bank. And magical things are going to happen. Right. No. So here's, here's, here's the thing about the green print. Like we talked about, like I just brought up in the situation where you use Warren Buffett as your example of who, or, you know, your answer to the question. The behind the scenes people 
people have no idea who they are. And, mm-hmm. they, and, and, and they're comfortable with that. Trust me, those people that are behind the scenes, yeah. very comfortable in their positions, right? Because they can do what they want to do and they go where they want to go and do it everything that they love and are driven and passionate about, right? right? So here's the thing. Everybody's success print, whether you want to call it green, blue, black, whatever mm-hmm. color, right? it's more of a success print. Everybody's success print looks different. Absolutely. What does not look different, like we talked about in the concept dealing with cycles, like we talked about in the concept dealing with commitment, mm-hmm. what does not look the same is the road to get there. Absolutely. Well, everybody got their own path. Right. And because you know why everybody has their own path? All right, so here's the thing. You can give 10 people the same amount of money and tell them to go and do whatever they want to do to create their own business or whatever you want to do. Right? right? Right. You know giving them that money that everybody's not going to be successful in what they're doing. Right. No rhyme or reason other than the fact that some people get money and just don't know what to do with it. Right. So is it the plan or is it the money? Is it the plan? I know people who have great ideas, genius plans. Absolutely. But don't have the resources to be able to put anything behind it. And I know people who have money, are fortunate enough to be in that position, and don't have anything to do with it and don't know what to do with it. So it's like the point that I'm making in in the whole success print, whether you want to call it once again green, Blue, black, whatever color you want to call it. Right. You got to first recognize the fact that you have to claim it as your own. Absolutely. Claim it as your own, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when you became a DJ. Right. There was a passion and a love that was there. Nobody had to give that to you. Nah. I, I, like, nobody I, I, could take I it from it. you. Yeah. Okay? No one can give it to you. Mm-hmm. No one can take it from you. So, you got your blueprint or right. your green print, right? right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, once you got it, it's up to you to do what you want to do with it. To manifest it to greatness. Right. Right? So mm-hmm. when you think about it, like, just because we don't walk right into the level of success that we want to walk into, doesn't mean that it's not on that line. Right. Right? It's on that line. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that I have to write it down, see it. Okay, I messed up on that one. Cool. Let me find out where I messed up at. Okay, I got to fix this here. All right, let me change that there. Or... Wow, I got to get better at doing this and doing that. Like, I know some people who are very good at planning things. Outstanding, okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Not very good at talking to people. Right. Part of the problem with that is is that if you can't communicate, I don't care what you want to do. Right. If you can't communicate, mm-hmm. it's going to be very difficult for you to build. Communication is in key in every situation, in anything and everything we do in life. Every, any and everything that we do right. in life, right? That's why cell phones and technology is so big because we got to be able to talk. Right. Remember, at one point, the BlackBerry was like the like the, the businessman phone. Right. Any man, any person that did business, if they had a briefcase and they had a cell phone, that cell phone nine times out of ten was a BlackBerry. Right. That's what it was. The point that I'm making in the understanding of how your success is going to work, how that green print is going to grow. It's first and foremost, like I said to E, you got to claim it. It's yours. Right. Nobody gave it to you. Nobody's going to be able to take it from you. Right. And then once you consume that, and it becomes the only thing you can see, the only thing that you can hear, the only thing that you can visualize, that's when you start to put your plan into action. That's when you start to write things down. That's when you start to write down your errors. Right. Right? Right. And then find ways to fix them. Right. And then start to move forward. And I guarantee you, if you do that, that's how you're going to develop that true success print. 
Right. Regardless of whatever color you want to call it. Well, it's funny that you say this. And um, basically, I'm going to break it down to you like this. You know, when we go to buy stuff, a lot of times cars, houses, and all that type of things, um, they run our credit report. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, rich people don't deal with credit reports. Okay. A lot of people don't realize that. Right. It's not what they deal with. Mm-hmm. They use financial reports. Now, I found out about this. I didn't read the book, but it's so many different um, videos with the author himself, um, Robert Kiyosaki with the Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. You know, how he breaks down a lot of um, how certain situations work. Now, back to the financial report thing. You ever wonder how Donald, okay, Donald Trump, our former president. Mm-hmm. You ever heard about him, talk about him, he went bankrupt? He filed bankrupt, yeah. he, he filed yeah. bankrupt for yeah, about I, $9, yeah. $9 dollars at one time. Yeah, yeah, I've been trying to cleanse my brain of... Yeah, but now this was before he no, was I understand. No, you're right. And he said, and he right. and he said that he remember seeing a bum on the street and said, "This man is nine billion dollars more richer than me." Right? Mm-hmm. Technically, he is if he's filed for bankrupt nine billion dollars. You know, he still had money, but but why do you think he was able to turn back around and become rich again? Mm. Because of his financial report. Right. Um. We all knew that before he was president and before everybody, you know, we was, we didn't, you know, didn't people didn't rock with him and all that type of stuff and really seeing see him for who he was. Mm-hmm. We all was trying to get money like Trump. Mm-hmm. He it was like a slogan, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. So I got you. he knows how to make money. Right, and they know this from his financial report. It's a movie called, um, I think it was called Boss, or Melissa McCartney. The lady that the lady that uh, played in um, Boss. <laughs> not that, not that type of boss. Man. Come on, man. Let's. Who's the boss? Yeah, yeah. Tony Danza. All right, so Melissa McCartney, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she was the. I like that last old lady. That, that last. That, let's hear it one more time. Go ahead, do it again. Hold up. Like, don't say shit. Let her laugh. Yeah. Okay. That dude back here. Yeah. <laughs> Get him out of here. Yeah. Go on, talk, man. <laughs> so so listen, go ahead. Tell me about Boss. So Boss, mm-hmm. Melissa McCartney, mm-hmm. she was the lady that played in um, Bridesmaids. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the one yeah. that was militant, about. psyched up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Funny as hell. Funny as shit. Right. Right. Um, in this particular movie, I think she got caught up in some type of Ponzi scheme or something. Okay. And they locked her up. She yeah. lost all the money yeah, and everything. Yeah. Then she got out of jail. Uh-huh. She was able to become rich again. Right. Her assistant had started baking brownies or something when mm-hmm. she went to jail. Because she still she still had a kid. She still had to take care of certain things. She came out and said, these brownies is amazing. You made these and this and that. So now she's out. And she started talking to people and she started asking for favors and help people helping her do this. Mm-hmm. And the reason why people did the stuff that they did is because of her financial report. They know that she knows how to make money. Okay. So when rich people go bankrupt and go broke, get locked up, whatever, and then come back out and they rich again, this is why. They don't deal with credit reports. 
they deal with financial reports. Mm. Now, I'm trying to learn how to obtain a financial report. How to become on that, you know, on that level. Well, you don't have to go to jail to do it. Nah. Because it seems like, you know, nah. you ain't got to commit no, I'm just, I'm just, No, I'm just using them for an example. <laughs> nah, nah, I get you. Because why is it that, and we always often think it's because of the color of our skin and all that type of stuff. Right, right, right. Oh, right. you know, I got locked up. It ain't a chance for a black man when he came out. The yeah. one thing I've noticed. Yeah. Because I got a lot of homeboys, shout out to them. Uh-huh. When they came home. Yeah, okay, workforce might not want to give you a job. Yeah. But you can start an LLC. That, that, listen. You can start your own listen, business. Ain't. Look, man. No, it's, it's, look. it's, they, when you've applied for your LLC or even if you're doing a non-profit or whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. and, what, and you know, not a non-profit, but you understand what I'm saying. Right, right, right. Yeah. But if you going in there and you sole proprietorship and all that, mm-hmm. it never asks a question, are you, have you convicted a felon? you convi- uh, convicted a felon? Damn, you couldn't get that out for nothing. Yeah, yeah. Say it clean. Have, Have you, been, you ever been convicted of a felony? There you go, bro. I'm yeah. like, what's going yeah. on? Yeah, it's a long day, man. It's a long day, man. So, so, yeah. so, so all right. I kind of sounded retarded. I said convicted of a felony. Take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah, I, I kind of sounds, you know, off. Listen, yeah. listen. I don't know nobody allergic to money. I don't know nobody allergic to money, right? I know a couple. Allergic to money? Yeah. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Because nah. money's made out of cotton. Nah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. I'm going to say it like this. I don't know nobody who was allergic to money. I don't know nobody allergic okay. to money. I mess with So you, the man. point that I'm making is this, right? No matter where you at, right? there's always something that you can do Legally, I want to reiterate that. Very much so legally. Very legally, much so legally. Yes, sir. That yes, you sir. can do to be able to generate some money. Right. Here's the problem. The problem is, is that what you want to do right. requires you to determine whether or not it's something that you can actually do right now. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, like, if, you in, all right, so if you're incarcerated, since we weren't on that concept, right? You may have a brother that's locked up, sister that's locked up, and they coming home. Right. And their thing is, is they know they're coming back to a world where, you know, for somebody who is just fresh out of the system or fresh out of, you know, being incarcerated, it's going to be kind of tough for them. And depending if they're coming home and they got, you know, certain different, you know, arrangements that they have to make sure that they follow and stuff like that. Kind of arrangements. Well, arrangements, like, for instance, like, if you know, if you come home, I guess, I guess it's parole. I don't know a whole lot, a whole lot about. Yeah, yeah, I don't know a whole lot about that. But yeah. if you come home and you have to go and try to get a job, right? And if you don't, you know, then they can turn around and you know go through the process of whatever they have to do, right? Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I'm saying: whenever you are, wherever you are, right. whether you home, in prison, in jail, you know, uh, 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 in a job that you no longer, you know, enjoy doing at all, right? Always remember that you could be doing other things. It's you that limit and stop yourself from doing it. Amen. All the time. It's you. All so, the time. You you know, like, like, bro, you go to a job. I'm not saying you per se, the universal you. Yeah, I got you. Person goes to a job. Uh-huh. They get there. From the time they wake up to get ready to go to that job in the morning, they depressed. Oh, my gosh. I got to go to work. Man, oh, right. man, I'm going to pass out. What's the 
meet when I get there. Mm-hmm. I hope what's the name called Dolph. You know, I hope, you know, this, that, and the third. Damn, I hope it's snow tomorrow. So all of these things. You know who say that? Mm-hmm. People who have to go to jobs and places that they don't want to go to. They don't want to be. But you ever you ever seen a person that owns some shit? Like they got their own businesses and their yeah, own and they still got a regular job. No, no, no. Yeah. Just, just that. They just yeah. do what they oh, say. Yeah. You notice that those people don't talk like that? Nah. Those people, try, every time you talk to them, people they, they looking say, for work. First off, the first thing they say every time, you ask them, what's going on? How's the business? And they say, man, anything all right? Man, I'm grinding. Yeah. I just opened up another one over here. And that's the shit. They, they don't spend up, you know, all yeah. that. You be like, then they turn around and ask you, yeah, you still at, what's the name? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know how it is, man. No, I know, bro, because I'm over here doing some shit I feel like doing. I'm, right. I'm looking at your face expression. Look like you don't want to be there. Right. So the point that I'm making in that is, is that okay? You need you need something to get you out of that, right? Absolutely. Because you're not trapped. I tell people all the time, job can't be that bad because you ain't quit it yet. Nope. Nope. Because there's plenty of money you can go ahead do what you want to do with that shit. Job can't listen. The job can't be that bad. You ain't quit it yet. Why do I say that? How many lives do you think you're gonna get to live, eh? Okay, so for every nah, you know what? Oh, come on! With this you know shit. what? No. You know what? I, nah, nah, nah. Listen, I'm gonna get more than one. You don't believe in recording? Recording? You don't believe? It. I'm gonna try to recording. I'm gonna I'm gonna come back as guess what? I'm gonna come back as dumb shit. <laughs> guess what? <laughs> time for it too. Merlin the magician. Shit, you him now? <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of magical. <laughs> you, I forgot you had that shit on it. You him now. Who, Merlin? You him. You him now. <laughs> you got me talking. Yeah, hey, first of all, let us tell y'all who Merlin is. So He's a DJ. As we as we be, you know, within this last, I'll say six months or so, me and P been we've been reliving a lot of stuff of our youth. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they say, uh, you know, you know, like not in our second childhood, not that, but we just be living stuff for our youth. You almost so. turned the pop just real so, quick. So we've been thinking about old things, playing video games, whatever. So on uh, NBA Two K Twenty, right, 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 right. <laughs> we was creating, we was creating our own face and stuff on the game. So I'm on the phone with him, like kid. I am. He over there, I'm making my dude. We having a hard time with it today, thing. Yeah. <laughs> and out the blue piece say, Damn, my dude look like a magician. <laughs> I don't understand why he said he looked like a magician. <laughs> and, and, and and what really blew my mind with it, right. he had on no top hat or nothing. When you saw me the picture, I was like, he do look like he could pull a rabbit out of his hat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He been magical too. <laughs> yeah. I ain't even gonna front. He been he nasty. Yeah, yeah. Merlin the magician. Merlin the magician. But nah. <laughs> but what I was getting ready to say in terms of the whole situation about like when you having that conversation and it's between two people and you got one person that's doing exactly what they want to do in life, right? And you got the other person that's just kind of doing the shit that they can do to stay to survive. I, I said that for a reason because any magician they want to do that. Yeah, you right. They don't. They don't want to. Yeah, you only know what an application to be a magician look like. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm it don't exist. If you want to be a magician, right? You uh, anybody that's a magician or um, um, dog walker, <laughs> some shit like that. Come on, man. They want to be that. They don't. They don't. Come on, man. 
You ever say somebody, I'm going to grow up to be a professional dog walker. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Everybody want to be a little you David Copperfield you know or David Blaine. Like, not to be funny. Yeah. The one that becomes a professional dog walker, yeah. whoever knew them when they was a kid, yeah. wasn't even surprised. Yeah. Said, Bitch, I knew Petey was going to walk dogs. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that. He used to steal them. Yeah, right. <laughs> and walk them and take them back to the people's houses. Yeah, yeah, that's just like Petey. <laughs> Petey. Petey the dog walker. That's just like. That sounds like somebody who walked dogs. Nah, for real, though. Like, I'm just saying. But like, think about it like this. Think about it like this. Oh, shit. <laughs> who. Everybody that we grew up with. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all the brothers. Do they do do you think all of them were what they said what you thought they was gonna be? Oh nah, but you know what? <laughs> I think that I think that like we ain't even really talk like that. If you think about it, bro, like, you know, we, we was we was just young boys, man, that just had a brotherhood and we played two hand touch and yeah. did all the regular shit, went two to the wild you know what I mean? Hey, man. Yeah. I know I ain't touching nothing only, crazy, so only, I ain't worried about it. It's only weird if you're allowed nah, to be. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Only, That's why the shit ain't weird to me. <laughs> so. So, but I'm going to tell you this, though. Go ahead. Yeah, I do believe that they all was going to be what they're going to be. You know, I'm going to tell you why. Why? We were around every man in our neighborhood. Mm. Most men in our neighborhood. Mm. Right? Right. Just went to work every day. Hey, yeah, yeah. Yep. And we all just got jobs and went to work every day. Yep. See, another key thing to to be part of your green print, mm-hmm. you know, or your success plan. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't be first. We had this conversation before. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, now you you made a strong every point everybody on that. can't be first. You made a very strong shout point out on to that. my big brother Ray Brock. He we and him had this conversation. Everybody, everybody can't. My be man first. Brock, Brock Philly, Brock. Brock Philly, whatever y'all call him, Ray Brock, Big Brock, Philly Brock. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. But you have to have a mentor. Yeah. So even if you do something first, are you really first? Ain't nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Like, like see, you already in my mind because now yeah. I said that yeah. no idea is original. It's nothing new under the sun. It's yeah. not what you do. It's how That's it's done. done. Exactly. Like, yeah, so yeah. basically, you might just do it better than somebody. Yeah. So when yeah. you are addicted to try to do something first, yeah. you actually finesse yourself out of your own success plan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because most of the time you won't complete it. Right. Because you're trying to be first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody walking around here with their clothes on, with their own label on it, online, yeah. on all this type yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Not, it's not about being first. It's about we are in a time now where people just want to be them. Right. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Instant gratification, man. Right. You can look up and, and like I said, you know, people, people have a plan until... It don't Until work. a better plan comes along. Right. Right. Or that, yeah. So like when you sitting there, like, like most people don't even learn like like the situation dealing with networking. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. How important is networking? Networking is, is is extremely important. We we get like like just to build on your concept about being the first. We'll get something, right? And we don't know how to say say you got a deck of cards here, right? And, and the deck of cards represents Portions of the success plan. Right. Right. Now, all 52 together is the plan. Right. It's the total plan. Mm-hmm. 
but you got 52 cards, mm-hmm. right? Now, you don't necessarily, like, you might not organize the first, let's just say, seven or eight cards. Right, right. Which leaves you with, you know, quite a bit of the deck left, mm-hmm. right? So you turn around, you're saying to yourself, okay, I got 44 cards left. Now, I'm looking at somebody over there who is successful, is in the same line of what I'm trying to develop, mm-hmm. clearly has reached a, a level that is, you know, where I, I would like to be. Yeah. Okay. Sky's the limit. Here's the thing. We're still there. Let, I only had the plan for the first eight cards. Okay. I look over at you. Right? Now, what you're doing is somewhat like what, what, what I wouldn't mind doing, or it can also be incorporated into the 52 that I have in, in all. Right. Okay? Now, I could do one of two things. I could know you, right, and kind of... Kind of put my arm, you know what I mean? Let me cover these cards. I don't want you to see it. I don't right. want you to see what's going on. Right. Or I can sit down and say, okay, let me talk to the brother and maybe we can build something together. Together. Mm-hmm. We can go from having eight established to 24. Right. We make we can make a, a power move, a power leap. Right. Right? So the point that I'm making in that is, is like, you know, you got to learn how to be able to network with people because right. you may turn around and say well yo this is dope right and i know you was telling me what your idea is i'm telling you what mine is we done collaborated and put it in now we done got the step let's just say 26 we got half the deck done it's 52 cards in the deck 26 is half 52 right right now we turn around and we go okay cool mm-hmm. what you think we should do bro you turn around and say i got my man man you know what I mean? He do this. Right. Yo, let's set up a meeting where we can sit down with him. I know him, but I want you to ask him whatever you want to ask him so you can feel comfortable with that conversation. Absolutely. And be comfortable with it. So now, we networking and we building and we change it to what we change it to, right? Absolutely. Now, that's the, that's the how can I say, the benefit of understanding what that consists of. Okay? That's the benefit. For you to understand that networking along with your print or your, your your blueprint, green print, success plan, all of these things. If you can't communicate with others and you can't network, then you're only going to get as far as you will as you allow yourself to get. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, e, all right, as a DJ. Mm-hmm. And it's easy for me to use you because of the fact that I know you personally. Absolutely. As a DJ, would it benefit you to not share, let's just say, with an up-and-coming person how to use a piece of equipment? Would that would that be if they come to you and say, hey, hey, yo, man, I saw you at like two or three different events, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get into this situation, bro, and I need to know, yo, where do I at least start? I've helped a lot of people like that. Right? I've helped a lot of people like that. Created friendships and everything. Let me like ask that. you this though. Mm-hmm. In the process of doing that. Did you learn anything as well as you were teaching them something? Did you learn anything as well? Absolutely. Now, if you didn't if you didn't have the ability to be able to communicate with people, like I'm talking about. Right. And if you ain't need to be first. Right. And the only of something. Right. You would have never gotten it. Or that person would have never started their career. Or you know what I'm saying? I'm saying you guys would have never got to where you got. You wouldn't have been able to help propel each other to wherever you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's important, man. It's very important. 
it's important for the simple fact of if you don't share wealth. See, you can you can share knowledge without sharing your plan. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, because your plan should be your plan because it's your plan that worked for you. And I'm not saying that. I think everybody gets nervous about sharing plans because when they share plans, they think someone's going to try to steal it. In all actuality, some people will try to do it. But what's stopping them from doing it once you do it? They can still try to steal it and try to do something better than from you know than you did. Mm-hmm. The biggest issue about sharing a plan and truthfully actually trying to figure out what's going on is um, you don't want to share a plan because sometimes people will give you some knowledge that may be correct, mm-hmm. but because it's not comfortable for you. Right, 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 right. It right. will keep. It will knock you off your deem of what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people's stuff not necessarily wrong, mm-hmm. but what the issue is about it is you're just. It just doesn't work in your success plan. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fit you. Mm-hmm. You know, me and you had a conversation offline, off air. We was talking about how. When you first start playing basketball, sometimes it was right though. We was offline. Yeah, but. <laughs> We was offline. Are we online now? Like, yeah. Lines. You said lines. No, no, line. no, no. You put the S Wait on. Wait a minute. When did you start? No, like, no, no, no. What no. you into, man? I'm good. You know why? Because the people going to hear this shit. They, I ain't got to worry about it. Go ahead. You can't even make this shit up. Go ahead. Wait, wait, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You said lines. Look how excited he is. <laughs> I, I moved back and everything because I don't know what he made. He's capable of. Yeah. <laughs> You better go ahead and pick up your shit when you was. Go ahead. Yeah, what do you mean? So you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> Offline, we were talking about. <laughs> the shit again, man. <laughs> off the air, man. <laughs> sound like you off some lines and shit. All right, man. I'm just messing with you, man. Right, you, you know. With you know. With your just, just in. <laughs> Messing with your own brain and shit. Yeah. You ain't stop, with stop, stop, stop. Uh, Even okay. though right. that is the business drug. Nah, let me stop. Oh, <laughs> let me stop man. the BS. But uh, yeah. we don't know anything. Say no to drugs, kids. Seriously, we really don't know that. That was just a joke. Went a little too far sometimes. You smell brownies? So we were off the air. So he was off the air, right? Uh, and we were talking about the theory of shooting basketballs. Right. And what we were talking about, aim for the square. Oh yeah! Oh, absolutely. Or aim, you know. What absolutely, I mean? absolutely. And you said, you know, when you were young, they told you aim for the square. When they told, when I was young, you just aim a little over the rim. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So neither one of them are wrong, right? But it's all about the comfortability mm-hmm. of what works for you. Yep. But the key is 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 actually knowing both of them. Now here's the thing. Sometimes when people share plans and then somebody gives them advice, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they have to follow the advice that the person has given them. Right, 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 right. But they'll get so caught up in it because they'll right. first of all say, well, I want to, I don't want to do it their way because they're going to say I stole it. But then if I do it my way, they ain't going to want to watch because I ain't listen to them. Yeah. Nah, you can't, that part of, part of business, you can't worry about. That's right. You got to go with your own yeah, plan and move yeah, what you want to yeah, move that's with. That's right. That's you know great, what I mean? That's great. Move what you want to move with, man. 
you know, so. You got to look, man. Listen, here's my theory, right? I figured something out. Paid attention to it. I thought about it from from perspective of people's inability to be able to do things like communicate. And I started to say, okay, you got to kind of go back and look at where the origin of that situation came from, right? Okay, so the origin of that situation came from, in my, in my theory, when a child is young and they ask questions, mommy, daddy, why? And then you answer that question and they go, but why? And then you answer another question and they go, but why? Did you get to a certain point in their life, even with their kids, once you start telling them things, like they do something or they don't do something, right? You tell them to do something, they question the situation, and then you turn around and you say, do as I say and not as I do. As you introduce that and you continuously say that to a child, every time they ask the same questions about why or different or new, you know, questions about why, and you turn around and say, do as I say, not as I do. Do as I say, not as I do. You know what you do? What's that? You turn around and you condition that child's mind to not ask questions. And then they start to think from the perspective of not only am I not going to ask questions, I'm not going to, I'm just going to do as they say. Right. So and when, not as they and do. And not as they do, right? So mm-hmm. as they grow, right? And this is the crazy thing. Think about this, that, that right there, y'all, for half a second. Literally, you tell a child, do as I say. Not as I do. What if you are the greatest example, the superhero, the, the everything to that child, and all is you, all you keep telling that child is, is, do as I say and not as I do. You are giving the child, you're like, you're like, you're like kind of stepping on, how can I say, I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly, you're kind of stepping on their ability to be able to ask questions Right. And create things on their own because as you tell them to do as I, I mean, uh, I mean, do as I say and not as yeah. I do. Yeah, I'm good. Do as I say and not as you was moving funny. I ain't know you're going to try some shit. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. You kill their ability to be able to really kind of get beyond just asking a basic fundamental question. Right. Right. Like for instance, child turn around, you say, listen, I want you to wash the dishes. And use, and use warm water, hot water. Right. And they turn around and say, well, why? And you say, because I told you to do it. That, that's not answering the question. No, they know who told them to do it. Right. No, right. They, they, they're right. just trying to ask. They're trying to ask so they can be able to explain that later on. So we are part of, like, remember I was telling you before, bro, we had this conversation in another co- topic that we was talking about, concept. And I was telling you, our kids go to school and they learn different things every day. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Basic fundamental situations. Most of the time, the difference between those who become entrepreneurs and those who become successful in the things they want to do is the ones who challenge those questions. Right. Right? Because most kids, after a while, they look up and they say, okay, I did all my homework. I did all my schoolwork. I know I need, now I know everything I need to know, right? Right. Wrong. Because here's the thing. In your mind, all you've done is learn what is known as an acceptable amount of an education to go ahead and get you out of school. Right. It hasn't taught you anything fundamentally about yourself. It's not, it doesn't teach, and it, it don't teach you a lot of life skills. That's what I'm saying. Because life skills helps with common sense. And when common sense helps, 
You know what your emotions tap in. It can't teach an emotional class. Nah, exactly. It can't teach an you, emotional class. You can't class. teach things. Like it, that's what the point I'm making, though. Like, when you turn around, you really look at it. Right. Like I said, you tell a child, do as I say, not as I do. Right. What if you stop talking? They supposed to stop talking? What the heck? No, what are they going to do? They don't know what to do. You, I, I told it. If you tell a child, do as I you say, say and not as I do, do. Yeah. and you stop talking because you don't have any education about that, yeah. no knowledge about it, what does that child do at that point? That ain't nothing but a saying that somebody heard that that constantly. And we talked about that a lot. How traditions and things get keep getting passed on and passed on and passed right. on and passed right. on. Right. It doesn't mean that they're right. Mm-hmm. It's just what people are used to. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to what I was just saying when I was talking about when people share their ideas sometimes. Right. Sometimes they don't want to share it because when they hear another way, they now get uncomfortable with the with the way that they were comfortable with first because they don't think their way is going to work because that person may be more successful in what they do. You still have to try your way. You still have to try. You still, you still have to try your way. You have to, though. Right, no, you have to. Right, right. You have to, man. This this episode right here. <laughs> Oh, shout out to the directors and everybody that's involved. Yes. Right here yes. Because yes. We had a lot. It was a lot going on. There was a lot going on. Nah, yeah. You know what, though? You just, you just, like I said, man, the point that you made was strong. You know, it's, once again, old sayings. Somebody else said. Right. And it just kind of continued, like you said, different right. traditions. And then you go back to the origin of it and you find out that the shit never made sense. Never made sense. It, I mean, like, literally, he was like, damn. Right. Like, that thing, the one you told, I, that, that shit was crazy. I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah. That, that just, you know, yeah. you, you, you try to put yourself in the mindset of the original person, mm. but you can't. Right. Because fundamentally, you can't make shit that don't make sense make sense. Makes sense, no. You know what I mean? So, the thing about the whole thing about the whole, like I said, do as I say, not as I do. If you stop talking, if you just shut down, you know, you turn around and, 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 and you don't say another word. That child is an autopilot now. I don't know what to do. Right. And then they do something, and then what you turn around and say, why did you do that? You so shit, you stopped talking. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. Right. You said do as I say, not as I do. Absolutely. So don't stifle that. Don't kill their questions. No. Don't 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 step on those questions. Allow them to be able to so they can develop their own success plans or their own Green prints. Yeah, that's how. That's the only way they they're able to find their strengths. Once they find their strengths, hey. then they know how to exercise them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's It's like I said. I didn't know that I was passionate about DJing until you had got that equipment. Right. When you got that equipment, all right. I hear it. All right. What, what my brother downstairs doing? I'm, I hear him scratching and everything. Yeah. You know, we and we gonna put this out here. You know, P favorite song, the scratch was on. Think about it. Hey, special ed, let's go. Yeah, right. Boom, tip, boom, tip, tip, boom, boom. Think yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, right. boom, 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 boom. That was his favorite song, the scratch, right? Yeah. So then, <laughs> so then I came and started mimicking what he did, and I continued to play with it like we know. And then it wasn't until Got back around high school. Some peers of mine was into a shout out to my boy Masai. You know what I mean? My condolences, bro. You know, and you, you and Deke just lost your mom. You know what I mean? You know, just going to say that live on the air. Love your mom to death. She was a great woman. Then we got with McGirt, DJ Ronski. You know what I mean? And it was him that made me 
want to be better mm-hmm. because I'm not one that's always trying to compete with somebody. If I feel like I could learn something from somebody, I'm going to learn it. I'm going to learn it and, and, and go with it. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not a person that just to say, oh, nah, I was doing this first or nah, I know this better than... I, I like to learn from everybody. Yeah. You know it's what I mean? for you. You always say that. So I think that entrepreneurs, business people, everybody, man, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be the kid. Don't be afraid to take advice and apply it when you feel it's necessary. But also create your green print. That's that's really all I can say about it. Create it. Stick with it. You know what I mean? Understand that, you know, it's gonna be trial involved in it. You're not gonna be successful on the first attempt every time attempt every time. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know, be open. Be open to communicate. Right. Network. You know, right. you, you'd be surprised how many people wouldn't mind helping you if you just reach out to them. Right. You know, um, understand it. Even when they go about that, you still need to be, you know, aware that you have a plan already in place. Right. And, and, and see how that fits. And maybe sometimes it's, you know, you were on that path. Maybe you would have gotten there eventually. Right. It helps, you know. Information, a lot of times it's going to be vital and be beneficial to you is free. Absolutely. The toughest part about it is applying it. Yep. That's it. That's it, because it's available to you. That's it, man. Especially in this technological world now, you can Google just about anything. Right. You can go on YouTube and watch a video just about anything. Right. They call them YouTube educations. You can go out there and learn how to become something that you had no man, idea that you wanted you to do. you got YouTube, uh, Masterclass, Udemy, you know what I mean? That's something, too. You know, we'll talk about that offline. But, mm-hmm. you know. Back online and That's offline. That's what I'm saying. But, um. <laughs> It's your boy, DJ E, Mr. Influential, man. Yeah. I'm rocking with my brother. The original, baby. And this is the, this is episode eight of the Porch Podcast. We appreciate y'all. Listen, man, before we go, I just want y'all to do something. Like, subscribe, and hit the notification key on YouTube. Find us at the Porch Podcast. That's D-A, Porch, P-O-R-C-H, Podcast, on YouTube. And do remember that you can listen and stream us on a lot of your favorite podcast sites. We on Apple, Spotify, Radio Public, Stitcher, Overcast, mm-hmm. Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. New episodes every week. Friday morning when you wake up, it's there. We there waiting on you. We waiting on you. Hey, give him a little Merlin, man. A little Merlin the Magician. Y'all been magical, man. Thanks for coming to the porch, baby. Look forward to seeing y'all next week. Peace. We love Peace y'all. Out.